Hey guys, it's Jungle Friends. It's your girl V. I'm gonna say the deuces. Horrible. Why the deuces are horrible? Too? Deuces are classics. Yeah, for the '80s. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we know. Um. Anyway, this is Jungle Friends, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. We always start off with a shot. We always end up with a shot. Um. If either one of our phones go off without you, we have to take a shot. This week we were on Zoom. We had some things going on, but that's fine. We still want to get it done. And you're still going to get this yeah. content. You know um, chilling in the house. I'm going to be taking some shots of wine. Uh, Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Can't even talk. That's too much wine. <laughs> but anyway, I already got my shot for it. You ready? Yeah, I'll stick with the Henny. Yeah, you do that. I mean, you're in the comfort of your home, so. Mm-hmm. That's all in the basement or upstairs, don't man. <laughs> Facts. Well, well, at least you don't got to worry about drinking and driving. Right. So this is what? Episode 10? Yep, episode, episode 10. 10. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so you want to start off or you want me to start off? You good. All right, so I have two clips that kind of run into each other. Um, right. I'm going to start off with one. Um, we'll talk a little bit, and then we'll go into the second clip. Okay. Right. Let me. What side is my speaker on? I don't forget. Yeah. I'm just play loud. All right. Ultimatum is normally like a cry for help. It's like I've tried everything I possibly could. Can't hear anything. To tell you how I feel at this moment, I don't know what else to do. All right, I'm gonna start it over because clearly I, I didn't know what side my speaker was on. No, I, I, I'm chopping the clip anyway, so. Oh, okay. Ultimatum is normally like a cry for help. It's like I've tried everything I feel like I possibly could to try to convince you or tell you how I feel. At this moment, I don't know what else to do but to threaten what I would feel like is the most detrimental thing to this is ending this. Like, I don't know what else to do at this moment because I feel like I've been trying to tell you and trying to tell you and trying to tell you, but you're not listening to me. And I think that that's something that people need to take into consideration is like ultimatums don't feel good, but a lot of times you have to understand what your person is saying in that moment. They're saying that, like, I want to make this work and I've been trying to tell you something for so long, but you are not listening to me. So I need to shock your system. And somehow, in some way. So, talk about ultimatums, what it really means. All right. So, this is a young man talking to me. I don't know what's his name. It's Dre Smith. And, and he's talking on the Relationship Restored podcast. And we're talking about what ultimatums really mean. Um, when I hear ultimatums, I feel like it's like, yo, this is the last straw when I hear ultimatums. Like, they're like, yo, I'm giving you these choices. You choose, cause I'm I'm fed up. I'm over it. Like, I mean, I just in something simplicity. I was at a cookout on a Saturday, and um, you know, me and my fiance, his daughter was there, and he was like, "All right, what do you want to do? Do you want to stay here and play with kids, or do you want to come back home with us? Cause me and Miss V, we're about to go leave soon." Right. And she's like, "I don't know." He's like, "All right, well, we're gonna be here for like another thirty minutes, so get thinking about your choice." 30 minutes come. He's like, hey, what do you want to do? He was right. like, look, you, you need to make a choice now. Like, I don't know. He was like, well, if you don't make a choice, I'm going to make a choice for you, you know, type of thing. So, like, of course, that's on a smaller scale, but it's like, hey, I am giving this to you because I've given you opportunity to make a decision, change, you know, on, on a bigger scale, you know, change your behavior, change your habits, get a job, get off couch go go uh, stop cheating whatever i'm giving you all these chances or whatever 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but you clearly are not listening to me because you're not afraid of me leaving or you or you whatever. Um, so it's now, hey, you either do this or this is gonna happen. Or you do this, or this is what the or or you're gonna get this. You know what I'm saying? It's always like a, a trade-off. Like you either be faithful and I stay, or you be unfaithful and I leave. Like which one you want to do? So, hmm, do you think like I think I want to make it was kind of it's a choice, yes, obviously, but I think it's like more of a stern choice. It's not like, oh, do you want Chinese or pizza tonight? Right. That's it's, that's it's more a, it's of a stern choice type thing, but I think people only give ultimatums when they're fed up or they're kind of like right like i said last straw like it's like later, right yeah i agree i agree i agree i don't i don't respond well to ultimatums because then i feel like i'm gonna pick the ladder just to be petty i'm petty mm-hmm. so but you know do you think it's toxic when you have to use ultimatums with your partner Especially no i feel like if it's always constantly an ultimatum being in discussion yes but if it's like literally, I mean, all right, I can't speak from a woman's perspective as of this in this particular moment. I mean, even for both, when a when a woman's fed up, we've heard it all the time. When a woman's fed up, da, da, da. when a man's fed up, when a woman's fed up, she'll leave. You won't hear her right. arguing or yelling no more. She's just done, right? Mm-hmm. So, what did what did I say before? She's always arguing or she's always complaining about certain things. Could be something simple as the trash. Uh, or saving money or paying the bills on time she's yelled and she's asked and she's asking that's that's her leading up to the ultimatum right right and then the other when it comes out to the last thing it's like listen if you don't get this shit together like i don't know how we want to survive how we going forward and they still choose not to get their shit together then it comes to the point where the woman leaves or the man leaves so i think it's a thin line because you can use the ultimatum as a weapon to be toxic, or you can use an ultimatum to set a boundary. Like, you're going to stop doing this yeah. or I'm out. Right. So, I agree. I mean, it's a catch 22, it's depending on how you use it. But yeah. I know everyone doesn't respond. That's what I'm saying. Of course, the various. Right. I'm like, of course, it all depends on the scenario, right? Scenario. Right. Scenario. Um, I don't know what it is. I just heard it in DC one day. I don't know. What? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm just playing it hey, in. It's burning her. Ah, uh, no, no. It's on like five go-go songs. I like. We're not going <laughs> down that tunnel. Probably um, like that and like sexy lady or something. I like do that. like sexy lady. <laughs> Everyone likes sexy lady. But go ahead. I like sexy lady roll call. I like that Dell John. Oh, okay. I like that Dell John. Was it? Uh, hello. Good. Uh, oh yeah, hello. That shit. Yeah. No. But yeah, I do feel like it only becomes toxic when it's always an ultimatum. Like if you don't change, if you don't lose weight, I'm leaving you. That's toxic. You know, I, I think we've seen that example on 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 social blogs for a couple in different ways of like my husband said if I don't lose weight, he's gonna lose me, he's gonna uh, leave me. So she lost the weight and left him. Right. Like you know, that's a way of turning the ultimatum into you, mm-hmm. you know you're 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 in control and power. Um, but so that's the way the way he positioned that. That to me that was like uh, um toxic, right? Mm-hmm. 
But then someone brought up to question, like, but what if she was a size six when they were dating and size six when they, in their first four years of marriage, and then she just started plummeting. And I'm like, okay, I understand how that could be an argument of statement. But at the end of the day, if, she, if he saw her going down that route, why not help her stay, I guess, on that right path, so to say, um, as far as like, you know, helping her get into the gym instead of just saying, oh, you, you're just fat. You let, you let yourself go. You know what well, I'm saying? It, here's where it becomes tricky because like, I feel like, I'm not trying to be very negative, but I feel like if it's a situation where she popped out a fucking kid and she gained weight, right. like, right. I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair either. Or if you're like a chef and you keep feeding her, feeding her, feeding her, I don't think that's fair. Yeah, But also, like, you like what you like and you should, you know, try to work with the person instead of just degrading. Right. Yeah. But then, and then, and of course, you know, the man was like, it clearly, the ultimatum worked in some way because she lost the weight. She just decided to leave him after the fact. Right. So I'm like, so was it really a bad ultimatum? Because they actually put her on the right path to realize this man was not for her. Right. And she did. Right. So silver lining in every situation, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So with that being said, I'm going to play the second clip. So I want you All to right, hear. Cool. It's just advice for dealing with ultimatums. All right. And go. Okay. I can't hear it. I can't hear nothing. You gotta push it. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm literally on the same side it was. Okay. On this one. So I'll try it again. Yeah, um, one thing we didn't address is the time. Mm. Giving someone the time to really come up with a decision that truly feels comfortable for that person, right? Um, Because I feel like one of the situations we said earlier, you know, um, if you say, hey, if you don't do this, or if you're not better with the bills, then I'm going to take over the take over the bills of the house, right? I say that was ultimatum. But you only give them a week to get it together. I'm like, bills come every month. Like, give them right. like three months to get on the right path, you know, see how it progresses. I can see this more so where it was a situation where um, like someone loses a job or you don't have a job in the first place. I'm going to give you three, four months. I'm going to pay for all this shit, but I'm going to give you a couple months. You need to find mm-hmm. a job to help out. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, it could be anything. Like, I'm going to need you to get your driver's license within a certain time to help out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It could be anything. Or just to find a new job, period. 
something that pays more because especially if you're struggling right so, or it could be uh it doesn't have to be a relationship it could be a friendship type thing but like bro you owe me a hundred dollars you got to the third to give me my fuck right. Right. Oh, or this right yeah agree and honestly that can go for family as well right. like if you don't stop calling me only when you need me to help you move or when you need to borrow money from me or when you to, to come decorate uh for your functions for free and you know i got a business you want to you know loaf off you know what i'm saying yeah. if you're only calling me for a hookup for certain things then no you know what i'm saying so i feel like these are in her um explanation not so much explanation but i guess you say further elaboration of how to deal with uh ultimatums I feel like it's good to know that, hey, you can still put boundaries in place and still respect your partner, you know, boundaries for yourself. Like, yeah. hey, I do not want to keep on paying all these bills for the house. I understand you without a job, you got fired or let go, whatever. But right. I'm telling you, this is a lot on my shoulders. And this is now month three. I need you to find something, anything to right. hold over until you find maybe your dream one or your, or your right. next good big one. I need you to find something because me as your partner is venting to you that this is too much that's right. you putting a, a healthy boundary i feel like in place you're communicating you're you're sharing you're being open so all of that putting the boundary in place but also give you an ultimatum to be like hey show me leader provider man whatever stereotype you want to uh elude in society right i need you to to live up to what you what you're expecting yeah and there comes the ultimatum, which that's why she said, I think there's a way that you can do it. Give them time, you know, how you deliver it, where it doesn't have to seem bad to give someone an ultimatum. Yeah. You see, you know what I think it is? And I had to learn this therapy. I think a lot of us are taught, especially women, to care about others' pe- people's feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, we do a lot of self-sacrificing. We're rather hurt ourselves than hurt another person, especially someone that we love or care about. So you might put up with the bullshit even though it's hurting with you. And then you got to realize your feelings count. So you should set these boundaries. You should say, hey, I don't like this because all it's going to do is fester. It's mm-hmm. And it's nothing wrong with setting boundaries. And no. I get it. We, we grow up thinking like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But it's okay. I had to get used to it. I'm still kind of uncomfortable with it, but I'm more aware when I need to do it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But it's crazy how we were taught that, especially like you said on the podcast, like plenty of times, like, especially like, you know, as a black girl growing up in the household, like, you know, kind of catering or helping or doing this, or I don't yeah. want domestication, but it's kind of like, yeah, your feelings, you need to do this, 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 and this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have to break that cycle especially amongst all of us so it's just oh uh, well that's easy i don't give a fuck about nobody feelings <laughs> that's easy okay later on you wasn't always like that i know i know but i mean honestly, it's always about who you care about right um but prime example i went out with my girlfriend on thursday um um we tried we tried to support a new business in dc i think it was black on i think right. um but they put this illusion online the tiktoks that the, the the reels you know, showing the ambiance and um, this food and okay. Either way, it was just a bad experience, right? The place you want that pop up we went to on your birthday. No, it wasn't like that. At least we, it lived up to what we thought it was. When it, well, 
at least it looked like how we thought it was going to look beautiful right. inside all this no in there there was still mold it was only one bathroom stall um and they supposed to be hosting a halloween bur- uh, a halloween party there i don't know how they're gonna do that but anyway um they had a very limited menu because they just opened up three weeks ago um they didn't even have prices on there you know normally when they don't have prices it's like a drink or something that's like market price but even market price they put market price you know right on their own the menu um but yeah and then i we had we both had two each had a drink shared one appetizer and each had a meal it came up to 150 dollars. nigga what yeah yeah because the prices were for a regular for a top shelf margarita it was 19 dollars. i said yeah i can buy a bottle for nice <laughs> yeah yeah okay yeah anyway long story we'll talk about that later but anyway our first appetizer which we she ordered um mac and cheese balls like you know so when you think about mac and cheese balls you think maybe get like three or four they may have a sauce or whatever you know right. no it was one big old ball <laughs> one big old mac and cheese like this jaw was like the size of a bigger than a golf ball i'll tell you that whatever like a, a Quidditch ball, whatever the fuck. It was big. And then when we cut it open, the middle was cold. So it wasn't cooked all the way through. So she was like, yeah, I don't want that bean. And I felt, she sent her drink back already. She's like, I don't want to keep sending stuff back. I was like, I don't care. I'll send it back. Right. <laughs> like, I don't want to hurt the people's feelings. I don't hurt their feelings. I'm paying for this food. What you mean? I have to, uh, we're not eating it. Yeah, you're way better you know, than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. No, no, no. I'm like, no, there's no way you can tell me I'm wrong when you can literally put your own finger in there and feel that it's cold. Mm. You know, like, no, 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 I'm sending that back. And then her ribs came out and they were not tender at all. And I was like, do you like them? She's like, no, so I'll send it back. She's like, no, they. I was like, why? <laughs> That's why you should have went to doula. Only ribs out of here. <laughs> no, he don't make these ribs. He don't make the uh the beef short ribs. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, John was not, um, it wasn't what it was. Cause when you see online, you see them pick it up, the bone fall off, they like move in the hand and the, the meat just, just fall apart. No, right. it was not what it was. I said all that to say is that, you know, I know we were um raised, you know be submissive and just take you know like oh it's okay da, da, da. no it's not okay because at any day if we don't start stand up for ourselves even on a small scale people still want to feel like they can walk over you like you think i'm gonna pay 42 dollars for some ribs that were not even good nah send that take that back take that back take that back no nah. big facts big facts but if you can get used to doing that you don't stand up for yourself for small things like that who knows how better you can be and more carefree you can be in life when you just say stuff like that to your family or to friends, you know? Shoot. I don't got I don't have no problem saying anything to any of my friends. None of them. Oh, I know. I know you know. I have, <laughs> no, I have no problem saying, and I have no problem saying that to my family. I, I really don't. I don't care how old you are, because at the end of the day. We got a respect thing here. And there's just some right. things we're not going to allow. Because mm-hmm. as long as I respect you, respect. And, you know, of course, like she said, it's all about how you say things, right? It's all right. about how you, you you handle a situation. But right. the, no, it's just not going to happen. You, if, if your feelings are hurt, I apologize. But Or you felt like I could have said it differently. Probably. But I said it the best way I could so you can get the message to clear us and cut his way. Okay. 
So that's yeah, that. Yeah. So I got a uh, topic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we don't really get political here. No. But it's kind. Of, it's not political. It's more of a social thing. Okay. Just listen to this. Because a lot of black men that date white women they talk bad about yes. black women. Yes. And I have a problem with that. Because yes. it's like your mom is black, your family is yes. black. But a lot so, of times I, black men date white women because they don't want to um, go through with having to explain things to the black women. You know, white women just let you do whatever. Now, but I, not all of them. I know there's always an exception to the rule. Right. But for the most part, because men say, I have to fight outside the home. When I come in, I don't want to have to fight too. Right. You know, but they don't know that at the end of the day, that white woman's going to take all your picture, take when she's going to fight and killing you slowly. And get you locked up and say you raped her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know what the, the trick bag is. Because a lot of black men that do. All right. So, <laughs> I only been in one interracial relationship, and this is like high school. Okay. It, it, it was for me. It wasn't a need of like I didn't like black women. It was just like, oh, this girl's nice. She's mm-hmm. cute. Um, she just happened to be French, and we dated. It wasn't like I hate all black women. I'm about to just date white girls. It was just something to try for me. Okay. I do find it a problem when. When it comes to interracial couples, and it could be met, it could be either way, where they're only dating the other race just because they hate their own. That's where I have yeah. the problem. With. How do you feel? I agree with that. Um, and then I also to, to piggyback off what you said because you don't like our race, and then you talk shit about our race. That's the part that really gets me. I'm like, all right, we're not your preference, cool, but shut the fuck up about us. That's yeah. right. You know what I'm saying? You can have your preference. And I, I have no problem. Like, there used to be a, a, a guy in my old job, married married to a white lady. No, no, no. But he's still a brother. So he's still like that flirtatious kind of brother or whatever. You know, oh, okay, be look nice. Oh, girl. You know, like, so I know I can appreciate the fact that, yeah, no, like, you know, it's all fun, games, you no know, work, a little whatever. But right. at the end of day, you know you marry, right? And you can still have love for your sisters, but still love your wife who's white at home. Right. It don't gotta be, oh yeah, well, hmm, staying cold. Da, da, da. You gotta, you gotta go, go with all the stereotypes and and all the right. all the like that's when I don't like because now I want to punch in your throat. And right. then now here I go going to the stereotype because at the end of the day, I don't disrespect you, black brother. I don't give a fuck who you fucking. That ain't yeah. got shit to do with me. Right. I don't care who you who you don't. I mean, I don't care if it ain't contributing to my lifestyle, my paycheck, or what I'm doing successful or pro- progressing in my life. Uh, be you, brother. I don't I don't care. But when you start coming at me because of the color of my skin, you know better than Dick Jane and Tom. Yeah. So I think also it's just like kind of like what you it's what you said also, but it's just like. If I ask you, like, why you love this person, whether it's a white person or any opposite race that you are, mm. if your response is downgrading your own race, it's something there. You should be able to love this person just because, oh, this person has a beautiful soul. I'm attracted to this person. They treat me well. When you start to be like, well, she's not black. That's when, or he's not black, or he's mm. not different. That's when I got the issue, and it's very problematic. And, you, and I think I talked about it before. Like, how can I put this? How can I put this? How can I put this? Even though, like, as a black man, of course, 
I have a black mom. I don't have any sisters, but if I had sisters, I would have probably black sisters. Da, 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 da. When we look at relationships, we forget. We look at mom as mom or sister as a sister. We don't look at, my, oh, this is a black woman and she's going through the same struggle as other black women. And by us trying to uplift this other person of this other race, we're putting down our own family. Mm. That's fucked up. My so and then for me also to piggyback off of that it's the fact that everyone has gotten hurt by somebody but the fact that you're correlating your hurt and your insecurities and bad relationship just based off race mm-hmm. you can blame it on zodiac signs you can blame it on your age or not mature but off color of my skin yeah i i i, I can't do black girls they give me headaches mm-hmm. And then also, I think that also equalizes self-hatred, period. Yeah, so you don't love yourself. You came from a black woman. And you know what the weirdo shit is about? The shit, the thing that why you're dating this person is the thing why they're dating you. You might hate black women, quote unquote, but this person that you're dating loves black people. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. But, you know, they don't see it that way. So, you know... At the end of the day, love is love, but never try to downgrade your race or any other race to explain why you're with the person. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, people like that make me mad. And right. then they wonder why Black people don't like you. Black women don't. Because as soon as we hear that right. shit, we like, that's a turn off. Have you like, ever tried you, to like, uh, dating outside your race? I tried dating outside my race. I think the closest I got to was Spanish. So is that really outside my race? <laughs> It was like, oh, bonita, boicla. Uh, <laughs> all the words. Right, right. No, but honestly, I think it was, um, yeah, I think that I can't think of what he was exactly, but I know he was, um, I think he was like Venezuelan or something like that. Okay. And, but my thing is, when I met him, he looked black to me. Oh, you thought he was a nigga? He's just like, it, oh, this nigga light skin. <laughs> because, you know, us, I'm not going to judge you like, oh, I don't think, I think you're Spanish because you got that good hair. No, I'm going to be like, oh, you look black to me because a lot of, a lot of different regions of Venezuela and they're dark like us. Yeah. Even, even um, some Colombians are dark like us. Like, it, it doesn't really, you really wouldn't know and I can't be like, oh, because you have curly hair or because you have st- straight, prickly, I like the fuck, we all come with different hair curl types and all that. So mm-hmm. I, so when he was talking to me, I was like, okay, until I saw him like start uh heard a little bit of accent. I said, where's the accent from? He was like, Oh, um, I'm Venezuelan. I was like, Well, you held your accent pretty well while he was talking right. to me, you know. But yeah, I think that's that. Like I I've tried to date white guys, but I think I'm too aggressive. <laughs> I think I'm too aggressive. I don't know. I guess I was. But you know what's crazy now? Interracial couples is a real thing. Like it's real big, like. You know, back in the day, people used to like really turn their nose to it, right? Um, but now it was illegal 40 years ago, 40, 50 years ago. It just yeah. became legal. Let's not forget about that. Yeah. It just became legal not too long ago. Yeah, but a lot of people were doing it most of the time because what military. That was the big, a big one because of military. Yeah. There was a lot of interracial things going on there because people were deployed and whatnot. Excuse me. But even still, um, interracial couples it's like everywhere now and i'm not saying it's a bad thing but you see interracial couples all on commercials or you're now seeing more um um lgbtqai type of couples on couple on on commercials now great great advancement 
and and ch- with the children too. Like great advancement. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to see like an old name commercial with two moms and and kids. Okay, cool, 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 cool. But I don't want no. I don't want a lesbian coming up to me saying, "Oh, um," or coming up to you like, "Oh yeah, I hate all. I hate all men because they scarred me. So now I'm a lesbian." I'm like, even though that's some people's experience, I get it. But at the end of the day, you probably just like everyone says, some people are born that way. They just have a, a better preference. Just say you prefer women over male. It shouldn't have to do with you and your appendage. Just be you just ran into the wrong guys. Maybe you need to go to a different city, maybe a different state. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's where it starts becoming unfair. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know we all say, you know, niggas ain't shit. But at the end of the day, we still love our niggas. You know what I'm saying? We still love our black men. We got hope for y'all. You know, sometimes y'all let us down, but we still we still have hope for y'all. I ain't mad at it. So, I ain't mad at it. Zoom is about to cut us off in 60 seconds. So where can they Zoom? Zoom. Zoom. <laughs> they can find us everywhere. You can email us at DWF. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. DWFFriends at gmail.com. Um, follow us on Pandora, on uh, Pandora, Podbean, Alexa, Cast. Cast was a Cast Box. Um, everywhere, guys. Send the link in our bio on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. You should already have our shots poured. I'm just got my, gla- my glass. Make sure you guys tune in and look out for the YouTube video. Y'all have a great week. All right.